Welcome, everyone. Uh, this is going to be the second of the special series that occasionally we will take various texts from various wonderful svarim um, that have tremendous lessons, yesoidais, uh, that we could bring down in our practical lives, taken from many, many different types of svarim. And um, last time we started with um, bringing down from the Seif Ava Shalom on Parshish Bereshis about Shabbos and being Samech Bechelkai. And today we're going to go through a part of a tzavah from the Sefer Yesod V'Shoyer Shavoyda. The Sefer Yesod V'Shoyer Shavoyda is a beautiful, beautiful Sefer from someone, a big tzaddik, Rosanda Ziskin. I call him the Hasidish Litvak. He was not from uh, the Hasidish world, though he had that certain um, sort of varmkite of that and the stories behind it. But Kalamaisi, he wrote beautiful Sefer, this Yisoy Dushar Shavoyda on Tfila. The first part is on the Tfila, everyday Tfilas. The second part goes through the Tfilas of Shabbos, the Tfilas of Yamim Taivim. And at the, at the, towards the end of the second volume of the Sefer, he goes through a Tzava that he talks to his children how to conduct themselves. And it's a beautiful, beautiful um, lessons in life that he tells his children and for us to follow. And we're going to learn some of this tzava. The first time I heard this was actually the from um, that I heard him talk about this. He quoted a few of these things, a few of the things in this tzava. Left a tremendous roishim on me. I heard it on the tape a long time ago. Went back to it, and I want to share it with you. And we'll talk about how you, we could practically apply a lot of these things um, this is one thing about this particular tzavah. It seems, you know, you would think, being such a big tzaddik and his children were on such high madregas, that what he's asking to do is something that's beyond us. To the contrary, it's not beyond us. Each one of us, in our own level, in our, to our own ability, could do the things that he's saying here. So, it's Kedai to look at the whole tzavah. We're going to just take a few pieces of the... Um, PDF uh, connected to the share here. If you need an email, you could email um, me at um, shalombaya777 at gmail.com. I'll be happy to email you a copy. So we're going to start with Simon Chavzayin, and he talks here about Hakara Satayv. That when you have recognition of what Hashem does for you, all the good things that Hashem does for you, to thank Hashem for it in specific ways. So he gives examples here. On all the great goodness, kindnesses that, I, that my Creator, the one who formed me, gave me. That He gave me a separate room to serve Him in. With the holy service, from the point that I, I was mature to that early point, I had my own room. I guess in those days it was a big luxury to have your own room just to sit and learn in. Some people we have studies. So if someone is to have a study or an extra room in their house where they could, you know, isolate themselves to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in by learning there. So he's showing Akar Satayv. He thanks Hashem for that room 
that was given to him. And this is something that is a foundation to a person. That if someone wants to acquire Shlemus in this world, that he should have a room where he can be misbited to serve Hashem in. Now, it doesn't mean that someone who does not have such a room, he can't be in Eivet Hashem. He could try to find some privacy. But here he's thanking Hashem for that room. That's why I thank Hashem for this. Every time it comes to my mind, that great goodness, even if I think about this many times during the day, I realize, hey, I'm in my room. I'm in my private room where I can learn privately, talk to Hashem privately, daven privately, say Tehillim privately. And the gratitude comes with an extreme happiness, with a full expression. And I say the following, My former, my creator, Yisbara Shimcha, May your name be blessed. I'm giving you a tremendous thank you. They gave me this beautiful room to serve you in. Not, I'm not worthy of it because of my good deeds. But you gave me this room because of your great mercy and your great kindness. Adkan. That's what I say. I appreciate that room you give me. And every day when I say that bracha, Hashem gave me everything I need. Now there's a pshat that it goes on shoes, so we think about the shoes too. Again, very often when I say in the morning, I think about that private room. And Gamal Kol Habayas, and on the entire house. He gave me an apartment, Li for me, for my household. He gave me a, a lavatory, a bathroom near. Where I are, where I am. Again, in those days, it was more complicated. The bathroom system. We're not going to get into that now. But certainly, these days, when Baruch Hashem, we have these modern bathrooms right near us. He gives us everything we need. on all of this. I give him a thanks. with a tremendous happiness. in my mind. in this bracha. So what's the lesson, by the way, for us? Our Sha'asali Kaltsarki in the morning. I know we're very tired. Men and women. You have a larger kitchen, two sinks, Sha'asali Kaltsarki. You have a fridge that works, Sha'asali Kaltsarki. And you think about it and you thank Hashem for it. You have in mind these things. This is how we, by the way, bring Tfilah to become something very pleasurable and not distant from us. Not distant from us. It could become exciting. That relationship you have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thanking Him for the personal things He's giving you. When you have a fridge, oh, the fridge is there. He's gave you that fridge. He's giving you that fridge. He's mindful of it. When you open it up and take out the food, that the milk that's cold and won't spoil, the milk for your coffee, 
uh, your your um, urn, um, the coffee itself, all of these things that he gave you, the money for it and what he gave you, the cabinets and so on and so forth. Sha'asali Kaltsarki. Continuing on, Gambikal Eshalakti Shakas for Arvis Vigati Basi. And and when I go in the in the morning and in the evening and I reach my house, Noisati Hoidoatsuma I give a thanks with a full expression, Lashem Yisala Al this constantly for the apartment that I have, like he just said. And you, my children, also please be careful with this too. And to thank Hashem for all these things. And while I'm talking about how I walk from shul back back to my house, I'm going to explain a little bit of my service in regard to this matter. And this is what I'm going to say. Every time I walk from my home to the shul, to the Beis HaKnesses, or from the shul back to my house, and there's no other way, I guess there was a path there, we had no other way to get to shul other than crossing this area that had a bad wall. That was about to fall. And I guess it was a matzah where you couldn't get around it. That was the only route. And I had to go that route. Before I reached that wall, I used to say, please save me. That the Wall should not fall on me. I was a misspell in this lashon. The one who formed me in my Creator, Yisbarach Shimcha. May your name be blessed. In the mouth of all living beings. Please save me. That the wall should not fall on me. Not on any person that you created. You see this? He's davening not just that the wall shouldn't fall on him. Or that it shouldn't fall on someone else in Klal Yisrael, but I'll call Adam Shabarasa. Every person it should not fall on anybody. The Kavanasi Daika. The reason I'm davening in such an expression is Gamal Oral. I don't want it to fall on a guy either. Because I was thinking, that they're going to blame if the guy gets killed from it, that we weren't diligent enough to try to fix the wall, and there'll be a kitchen. By the way, some tzaddikim just have that sensitivity. Unless you know someone is mamasha Russia, like an Amalek, like a Nazi type, like a rapist, like a murderer. You just know they're just a regular guy, and you have no idea. Um, similar to what Rabbi Yechanan was, mispal, was I sorry, he greeted uh, uh, even a guy that was uh, older and gave him a shalom and greeted him first, not knowing, you know, assuming that he was not necessarily a Russia. Then there's an Indian to to Taka say that the harm should not go on 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 any bria, on any human being. I davened with this expression. It's 
if I had to go back and forth and cross the, where this wall was, I'd have it many times. And after I crossed that danger zone, I thanked Hashem, thank you, that you saved me. In this Lashen, Again, may your name be blessed in the name of all living. I'm giving you thanks, gratitude. She that you saved me. That the wall did not fall on me. And no matter how many times I had to go from shul to my house and back and forth, that I had to cross this wall, I said the same tefillah every time and thanked Hashem afterwards every time. By the way, and this has nothing to do with being um, a hypochondriac or anything like that, but as an example, let's say there's a snowstorm outside. Let's say it's sleeting outside and there is uh, ice on the street. And you have to go from your home to shul, to shachris. It's a good idea, similar idea. Rebbeinu Shalaylam, thank you for everything. I'm going to shul now. Please, Hashem, protect me that I should not slip in the ice. Please protect Galangans Klai Yisrael that they should not slip on the high ice. Please help that even Goyim should not fall and slip on the ice. No one should be harmed by it. And then when you get to shul safely, thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that I did not fall, that I did not slip. Thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for that. That makes tefillah meaningful. That makes every moment in life meaningful. That fills you with simcha. And by the way, this is something, we talk about Shalom Bayis, where it does relate to Shalom Bayis. Because yes, if you want to complain, we'll find, we're, we're all human, we'll find millions of things to, com- to complain about. But you find that nakuda. You had, you were very tired, you're hungry, and your wife prepared a supper, and you're eating the supper. So of course you thank your wife for the supper, but you also thank the Rabbani Shalom. And afterwards, you don't, if you're embarrassed to say this in front of your wife, it's sort of like Rav Vigda Miller. He said, if you, you, you should say, I love you, Hashem, but if you say it out loud too many times, people will think you're crazy. So if you're embarrassed, you can say it quietly. Same thing over here. You're embarrassed to say it, so do it quietly in the room so you know, people won't think you're Meshigah. So you say like this, Rabbi Shloilam, I want to thank you for this wonderful supper that you gave me. I want to thank you for the Shliach that you gave me, my wife that prepared the supper for me. You send a great shliach, a beautiful shliach, to help me and to, to, to help and prepare the suppers for me. And it was a delicious supper. And thank you very much. You do that on top of whatever bracha rishonim, bracha that you said. Of course, that's, that, that's the ikachiv. And the kavona there is really, really imperative. But you could do this too. And of course, you thank your wife as well. We'll be mamshich a little further. Simon Chav Ches, we won't do the entire Simon Chav Ches, just the first paragraph. When I get a letter from you, my children, or I hear that you're healthy, Baruch Hashem. I guess they're already married and out of the house, or maybe in Yeshiva, I don't know. My Creator, I'm giving you thanks. That you gave me this good news. 
Mebrias bonai or bnei bonai, from the health of my children and grandchildren. So, for example, you have children in the dorm and they call you and they say, Baruch Hashem, things are good or they're in camp. I'm having a great time. You get a letter for them and they're doing fine. Thank you, Hashem, that they're healthy. Thank you, Hashem, that they're being matzliach. When I see you're going in the good path, he's still writing to his children. When I see you, my children, acting in a way that will give Nachas Ruach Ta'akadish Baruchu, you're following the Torah mitzvahs, you hear your child is keeping Shabbos properly, is learning Torah well, is being a tsenua. I thank Akadish Baruchu that you chose right. That you chose good bechira. So that goes on the other way around. And then he tells them, because of this, because their deeds are so affecting him, that they should always try to be mesak in their maizim, and not cause tsar chalichalila, not to him, the father, of course, and he talks about not being mevatel Taira and not being mevatel the kavon of tefillah. That's oimid berumei shal oilam, and um, and he writes about that. So this is just a wonderful, wonderful shtickle. We're going to do one more shtickle in the next half of the shir uh, to continue this. But it's such a practical lesson to thank Hakadosh Baruch Hu for these details, and it makes life exciting and it puts meaning into every single mundane, seemingly mundane thing that is not mundane at all. And it makes your Akaras Atayv grow, and it actually helps you with your Simcha overall, your belief in Ashkacha Pratis, and it's Ashkacha Pratis. He's Maimon, that Hashem created this Matzev where there's a bad wall and you couldn't get around it, and Hashem is protecting that the wall will not fall. And when you, at an example I gave, but it could be millions of different examples, when you walk outside and it's icy you realize Hashkocha Pratis, he put the ice there but he also, you're davening to him and he's watching you and then when you were matzliach to get from here to shul or wherever you went and, and you're there one piece and you did not slip Hashem is the one that protected you and you thank him for it we'll be Mam Shekhmet Hashem shortly